Reset Radio, brought to you by the ARCC, live on Planet FM. Stay tuned for current affairs, conversation, interviews, music and more. As we explore the perspectives and stories from resettled communities. And bring you information from within the resettlement sector.
That is the legend Bob Marley. Don't worry about everything because everything is going to be all right. Wherever you are, everything, I hope everything is going to be all right. Kihara, salam alaikum min lava jambo. Greetings to you all, our listeners. Those of you who have just tuned in and those of you who are following us on our podcast. You are listening to Reset Radio, a community voice. This broad broadcast is brought to you by is brought to you live by ARCC on Planet FM 104.6. And this show is hosted by me, Galwaksul, and the rest of the team are not here today because they are busy somewhere. Uh, Oleana, Mariana, and, and the family are not here. Uh, I wish them well, whatever they do. But they will be coming back next week, next Saturday. And it will be a full house. Faisal is not here either. So I wish you well, Tim. Um, I'm going to bring you some uh, news updates and community notices from the 24 communities of ARCC, what is going on in the community and what would be the activities that are coming up next. Also... Um, I would bring you music, entertain you with music from different parts of the world, Africa, Latin America, and Asia. So stay tuned, and we will be sharing some thoughts. Yes, it is now uh, 5 p.m. It's four minutes to 5 p.m. here in Auckland, in New Zealand. Uh, good morning to our viewers in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, 7 a.m. in Addis Ababa, and 11 a.m. in Bangkok, Thailand. And 7 a.m. to our viewers in Turkey, Ankara in Turkey, as well as Amman, Jordan. And those who are in Afghanistan, 10 a.m. there in Kabul. And also we wish, uh, we say uh, good morning to our viewers, to our listeners in Norway, because it's now 6 a.m. in Norway. I hope it's not late for our viewers in Canada, especially in Calgary, which is now the time there is 10 p.m. And also it's too late for our viewers in uh, in Washington, D.C. And, and, and those who are using the Eastern uh, time in the United States because it's 12 a.m. over there. But whatever you do, uh, we are with you. So today, our topic, we will be talking about the role of the United Nations. What is the role of the United Nations? I just assume some of you might know, because whenever there's a war, uh, you see the blue flag, you see the Land Rover uh, with the blue uh, uh, painting in it. So that means it's the United Nations. Or you see uh, peacekeeping soldiers uh, having the blue helmet or um, with the United Nations writing in the, in, in the property they, they are in. Could be, uh, could be anything, could be a car, could be a backpack, and, and could be anything they, they, they have. So you see the blue uh, thing there. So I just bring to you the attention of the role of the United Nations because a lot are going now. A lot are going now in this world. It's going crazy. Uh, it's not only the COVID and uh, uh, 
so many crises are now going in every continent in the united in the united states in the americas south america and north america including mexico and uh, europe and asia african continent you name it everywhere there's no uh, peace at all so i i just want to know whether you you agree with me the role of the united nations what does it do and what does it do whenever there are crises as they are now but first uh let's give you a uh overview of what of what the nation is at the moment concerning the covid-19 the coronavirus in new zealand so today i think we have about three uh three to four cases but they are in managed isolation facilities so nothing to panic and um and one case in the community but is linked to the uh defense new zealand defense uh, cluster so that means it is taken care of so it's identified already and uh we have to if you are listening we have to abide by the rules of the of the minister of health and the covid-19 team that if you are in Auckland and using the public transport so it's advisable that you need to, you you have to put your mask on it has not yet come out as a law uh but by monday the cabinet will sit down and and maybe will put it into into uh into force so but f- this is for your own good and for the good of the public because you are not just protecting yourself you are protecting the public whenever you get out there please be mindful of having your mask especially in public transport whether it's a train or in a plane So now any plan going from Auckland to other regions of New Zealand you have to put your mask on that's uh, a demand and that is expected of you also if you go to any store whether it's uh, a grocery store or whatever store is please make sure you scan the covid tracer app because this is the only way the the covid-19 team can be able to trace you whenever there's any case that they think might be in the same place you visited so this is very important i have my i downloaded the tracer app and whenever i go so the tracer uh, poster in any business place is always there so, so you just scan it and it's so easy is so easy so efficient and uh, yeah so this is part of your duty what you going to do and um please 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 this is for your own safety as i said before and for the safety of all the communities in new zealand this is a duty of care as they say and you and you have to follow it so it becomes part of us the reason why i i would say uh the un is the global body is because it's everywhere united nations is a big body is uh, 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 a nation a nation's agency formed after the world you know 
took a, 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 a nurse dive in, in the 40s in the World War I, World War II. So this is the overview. After World War II, sorry for that. After World War I, I mean, an international group developed the League of Nations to solve the problems, the disputes between the countries. That was the first idea. Because, and when, when, when World War II started, the initiative failed. So the League of Nations that did not work after World War II. So the leaders highlighted the need for a new reform organization that could promote global peace. So that's idea why there's a need for a bigger body, bigger than the League of Nations, that would promote peace globally after the League of Nations failed in World War One. So uh, in August 1941, Franklin Roosevelt, the United States President, and Winston Churchill, the uh, president, the prime minister of uh, United Kingdom at the time, held a secret meeting where they discussed the possibility of starting international peace effort. So the idea of having the United Nations came from two people, the president and the prime minister, Franklin Roosevelt and Winston Churchill. So they came up with a declaration called the Atlantic Charter. Atlantic Charter, which outlined ideas, ideal goals of war, and paved the way for the development of the United Nations. So, all these facts, I got them from the United Nations website, but it's good to go to the to the um, to the onset of why there's a need for a global peace body that would champion the peace, because the League of Nations, they are not did not go anywhere after World War One and after World War Two. So the leaders were so anxious to form a body that would be global and that would really respond to the global crisis. So that means it will keep the peace, whether there was a peace at the time or not. So that was the idea. So Rosbill and Franklin Roosevelt and Winston Churchill uh, formed the Atlantic Charter in 1941 August, which outlined ideas of war and paved the way for the development of the United Nations. So, the United Nations, a global diplomatic and political organization dedicated to international peace and stability, was officially established in 1945. That is soon after the Second World War. In 1945, following the horrific events of World War II, when international leaders proposed creating a new global organization to maintain peace and avoid the abuses of war, the United Nations initially had just, at the time, it had uh, 51, only 51 member states. Today, there are more, and today there are 193. So we will get down into why, what would be the last uh, nation to join the member states. 
So the Atlantic Charter, Atlantic Charter is the one that gave an idea of the United Nations to have a UN body. So it did not just pop up that we have to have a United Nations body that would look after the peace we have or to maintain peace or to care for the world, but it was crafted out of Atlantic Charter uh, that was designed by Franklin Roosevelt and Winston Churchill. So basically, the United Nations came into being in 1945. So following the devastation of uh, Second World War, World War II, with a central mission to, main, to, to maintain the maintenance of international peace and security. The UN does this by working to prevent conflict. So that was the overall idea that there should be no more conflict. Nations should not fight nations. Because World War Two it was a complete mess. World War One it was it was a complete mess. So the leaders of the world did not learn from the wars of World War One. So what happened? They created World War Two. World War Two is still leaders did not even learn, although the United Nations was formed uh, to keep the peace and to prevent uh, conflict. So things did not stop there. And then there was the United Nations Charter. So uh, under United Nations Charter, we will go into uh, about, in this charter, it confirmed that there should be two members of the United Nations. You know, currently we have 193 member states. So out of this 193 member states, there are permanent members and there are non-permanent members. What are the roles and what are the, and when did they join the membership? So these are some of the things we will be discussing when we come back from break. So now I'm playing you a music. By Shakira, by Shakira, Waka Waka. She sang this one in South Africa after uh, when there was when the World Cup was held in South Africa for the first time to be held in the African continent. So stay tuned, and I will be back. Enjoy. Yourself up and dust yourself off and back in the saddle. You're on the front line, everyone's watching. You know it's serious, we're getting closer. This isn't over. The pressure's off, you feel it, but you got it all. Believe it when you fold it up. Oh, oh, and if you fold it up, because this is Africa.
Sudan for Africa. Yeah, you're 
They try and kill me, they gotta make some choices They running out of options, cause I've been going off And they don't know when to stop And then when you get to top, and I see that you've been learning And when I take you shopping, you spend it like you earned it And when you popped off on your ex, he deserved it I thought you wouldn't want from the jump that confirmed it Track money, Benny I buy you champagne, but you love some Henny From the block like you Jenny I know you special, girl, cause I know too many Risha, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. And I'm down for you always. JT, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. And I'm down for you always. Two bad bitches and we kissing in a way. Kissing, kissing in a way. Kissing, kissing in a way. I need that black card in the cold to the safe. Cold to the safe. Cold, cold to the safe. Show them how to network. Put that net, please, and chill. What's your net, net, net worth? Cause I want you, and I need you, and I'm down for y'all. And I'm down for y'all. And I'm down for y'all. Down for y'all. Down for y'all. I got a new boy, and that nigga Trey. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you. Now let me see you. Yes, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. And if you are listening, you are listening to Reset Radio, a community voice brought to you live by ARCC on Planet FM 104.6. 
And I'm your host for this hour, Galwakshul, and the rest of the team are not here with me today, but they will be back next Saturday. So if you can go to uh, Planet FM and then type, uh, and then go to Reset Radio, and you can listen to all our podcasts, the ones we uh, put out there uh, in the past and the latest ones. Feel free to share them, download them. Uh, you can distribute them. There's no copyright on that. Uh, share them as much as you can. And if you are supporting us in any way, thank you for doing that. And uh, if you need to see the community, the kind of community, ARCCF, because uh, ARCC is a, a bigger umbrella body for 24 communities from uh uh, so diverse from different uh, cultures, different backgrounds, different uh, countries of origin, uh, from from Sudan, from South Sudan, from Somalia, from Rwanda, from Burundi, from Congo, from Myanmar, from Russia, from Colombia, from Iraq, from Iran, from Syria. Uh, from Pakistan, from Afghanistan, from Eritrea, from Ethiopia, all over. This is a very amazing community from Russia as well. I think I mentioned that. If you want to know, if you want to know or want to see the diversity, please come and visit us. And we always say if you visit RCC, we will... uh, you will always be a part of us because we have uh, this thing that if you come to us, you are part of our family. And place is very amazing community out there and uh, good to know different cultures. And if there's any way you can help also, just let us know. We have, we have youth groups, we have women groups, we have elderly groups, and uh, we, we have... Uh, uh, the leadership uh, group, and in any way that you see you can fit in, please feel free to come and, and, and check out. Whatever you, you help, it could be uh, it could be mentoring, it could be assistance in any form, you know, in, in kind. So it's highly welcome. We we need we need your support. We need your support. We're based in Man Albert at um, 869 New North Road. So we are so close to the train station, even if you don't have a car. So just uh, take a train. And once you get off from the train, you will see our office uh, not very far from uh, from the train station. I think it's about three to four minutes walk. So you can even see us. Uh, yeah. Or you can give us a call um, at 09-846-0110. Or you can email us at uh, admin at arcc.org.nz. In anything, uh, we can have a chat with you, whatever you want to do or you want to volunteer. It could be volunteering in women group or youth groups or, or in any group or in any capacity you can. Please, we are... So appreciative of what you can offer. Yes, before I left for break, we were talking about the role of the United Nations, uh, how it came about. That was after World War One, uh, 
and World War II, when they formed the League of Nations, and the League of Nations did not even provide anything, it failed. And uh, two leaders from the United States and United Kingdom sat down in August 1941, and they formed that Atlantic Charter. And uh, the Atlantic Charter, the role of the Atlantic Charter was to form an ideal or try to find a way how there should be an international peace body that that would look after peace and prevent war and all what happened in World War One, World War Two. So that was the idea uh, between Atlantic Charter. And Ad- Atlantic Charter did not fail, but it was transformed into the United Nations. And the United Nations is a global body as now is existing. It still exists, and it has... 194, 193 member states. So, before, before I left for break, I was asking the question, do you know, and if you answer, please call me. If you, if you answer, I will give you, I give you a prize. If you can answer, what is the 93rd member states, the one that joined late, and which year did it join? So that's that's part of uh, my trivial question. Yeah, that's uh, part of my trivial question, and if you can get that, please give me a call, yeah, at 0210289596. I know you will look it up in the internet, but, you know, is which 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 country is it, and when it joined, and uh, when did that country uh, get an independent? When did that country become an independent state? And what other organization that country joined? Yeah, I don't want to give you more clues, but yeah, give me a call on that number: o two one o two eight nine five nine nine six. No, yeah, that's my number. I will pick it up. I promise. Because I know you will be listening. So, um, before I go for a break, I was saying we have to go into uh, the uh, memberships of the United Nations because it has two members, the permanent members and the non-permanent members. Who are these uh, permanent members? So, the permanent members... The permanent members, I think they are five. They are... Five. Uh, these are the people who make the decision, and uh, the permanent members. This uh, in, this includes China, France, Russia, the United Kingdom, and the United States. So these are the five permanent members. So they are there, no matter what, whether you say you don't want them or not. They are there. They made themselves permanent members. So the world said five people cannot uh, cannot represent the, uh, the 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 whole world. You know, it, th- there should be non-permanent members. So these non-permanent members, they are ten. So in total, ten plus five is fifteen. So these permanent members are elected every two years. 
by the General Assembly. If, if you know the role of the United Nations, how it functions, uh, General Assembly is held on uh, every, every, every July. So, and, and every time it's held, they, they will uh, appoint the, they will elect the non-permanent members, which are the 10 member states. Currently, this year, we have 15, we have 10 uh, non-permanent members, which include Belgium. Belgium was added this year in 2020. Dominican Republic also added this year in 2020. And Austenia, Austenia in Europe was added uh, this year, but will, will be effective in year 2021, next year. Then Germany, this year. Then Indonesia was added this year. And then Niger in Africa, in North Africa. So it was, Niger was um, was added, but it will be effective. Its role will be effective in 2021. St. Vincent and the Grenadas, uh, 2021 will be effective. And then we have South Africa added this year. And we have Vietnam. So it will be uh, effective in 2021. So these are the uh, members, members' uh, estates. These are the members, non-members, non-members, 10 of them. And if you put them together with five permanent members, uh, it becomes 15. So basically, the United Nations has 15 members. 15 uh, members, then um, uh, members, permanent members and non-permanent members. And then the whole membership is 193 countries. 193 countries. What are the rest of the countries do? They do not have voting rights. So a state which is a member of the United Nations but not of the Security Council because these 15 are the ones being called the Security Council. So they make the decision. They vote. Whether there's a sanction, these are the countries that vote. And the rest of the countries uh, do not have the voting rights. And so what do they do? They go to the United Nations, make speeches, and yeah, that, that's it. A state which is not a, a state, a state which, is, which is a member of the United Nations but not one of the Security Council may participate without a vote. In its discussions, when the Council considers the country's interests are affected, both members and non members of the United Nations, if they are parties to a dispute being considered by the Council, may be, may be invited to take part. Without vote in the council discussions, the council sets the conditions for participation by non-member states. So if you are part of the problem, ah, your vote doesn't count. So that's what it is. The reason why I bring this issue of the role of the United Nations, like I said in the opening statement before, we have a lot of things going on in this world now. Uh, a lot of war recently. We have we have a, a war going on between Armenia and Azerbaijan and, and, uh, so uh, 
we have a war going on in in in, uh, in 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 Europe, and we have a war now going on in. Uh, we have so many wars, but the latest one is the one in Ethiopia. Ethiopia is having a war by itself. So, and uh, now there's a concern; it might be a civil war too. So we never know. For those who do not have idea about the Ethiopia, Ethiopia had a civil war uh, for more than thirty years, and and in 1991. They overthrown uh, the dark regime of Mengistu Haile Mariam, who was in power since 1978, and it was uh, overthrown in 1991. And then the new uh, leadership came in, and the country was divided into two, into Eritrea and Ethiopia. So the northern part of the country went as Eritrea, now independent country, and Ethiopia remains. And the Ethiopian government was formed under the collision. And under this collision, there is a Tigray. And Tigray said it wants to be independent within Ethiopia. So that uh, brings about the conflict, which is now a big issue within uh, the Ethiopia. So if, if the Ethiopia, I mean, if the United Nations mission is to bring peace, and stop conflict. Why is it that we have so many conflicts nowadays in the world? We have conflict in Europe, we have conflict in Africa, we have conflict in uh, Asia, including Middle East, and we have conflicts all over every time. This one comes, this one resolves, the other one comes in. So it's like it becomes a, a lifestyle in this, uh, in this world. So it's a world of war. Why the, why the United Nations is not interventing, does not intervene in a way that would stop war and bring peace at, as it, um, it advocates. Because in the UN Charter, it says UN has four main goals, which are maintain international peace and security and develop friendly relations among nations and achieve international cooperation in solving international problems and be a center for harmonizing the actions of nations in the attainment of these common ends. So where the uh, United Nations is all of this? I come from uh, South Sudan. South Sudan, I was born in war, raised in war, and now live in war. And... Uh, the last war we had was 2013, and it became uh, it was started as a genocide by the government, uh, doing eth- ethnic cleansing to the tribes it did not want. And what happened? Uh, the UN responded by sending peacekeeping mission, which was good. And now, what is uh, what is so agonizing is the fact that the UN is trying to close or to withdraw from the UN camps. UN camps are those camps set up by the United Nations to protect those civilians who run away from the the government or from the rebels. So they are running for their safety to be protected by the United Nations. And UN did a very good job, although sometimes... some people um, try to do a random shooting from outside the camp and kill people. Sometimes they overrun the camp, like what happened in Malakal in 2014. 
So two bus camps were burned into ice, people were burned into tents, and no one was brought into accountability. Where is the advocacy for peace by the United Nations? That's why I brought the role of the United Nations. What is the main role of the United Nations? And the peace is still being disturbed by people who got away with it. So what would be what would the UN do? Now UN is withdrawing from South Sudan from the UN protection camps. So leaving people to be like it's just like leaving a dead body to the vultures, you know, to be eaten by, by vultures. So it does it does work that way because you are a global border in the mission of peace, keeping peace and prevent conflict. But it's not there. I'm not saying UN is not doing anything because UN also have, as I shift a lot of peacekeeping missions, most of them succeed. But I'm talking about why the UN is like, this is my mission and I'm withdrawing from the mission. Why? Why would the uh, international body like United Nations would do that? And I think... If you agree with me, this is not right. And I think the UN, the member states should revisit the role of the United Nations. So that's the whole point. The whole point is the the role of the United Nations does not function as it should. It has failed terribly and it has to be revisited. I don't know. Now we have... So many refugees, millions of refugees in Uganda, millions of refugees in Sudan, millions of refugees in uh, in uh, in Oman, millions of refugees in I don't know, I think in Pakistan as well. So many, so many in Sri Lanka as well. Uh, so many countries. So why that role does not exist anymore? So something to be revisited. Yeah, that's the point for me. And uh, let me go for a break while entertain you with music because I'm coming back for the uh, community notices. And um, I will be with you shortly. Please enjoy the music.
Welcome back, and this is uh, Simpleton, a Jamaican reggae artist, and is uh, the one uh, singing Coca-Cola Bottle Ship. So, um, I said before, we will be uh, talking about community notices as we are coming to the end of our program. And uh, now, uh, almost about two to about one to two minutes, and then we will uh, come to the end of our program. And uh, I would like to let you know that there's an African Film Festival uh, going on now. The April launch would have happened yesterday, but because of because of a uh, COVID nineteen uh, warning that no one would be in the uh, Oakland CBD. 
so it was cancelled because it would have been hosted in Auckland University of Technology in uh, CBD, Auckland CBD. But because it did not happen, uh, it's put on hold, it's cancelled now, but it will happen. So for um, for the African Film Festival, is now going on in uh, different parts of the world. I mean, different parts of uh, New Zealand, especially in Wellington and in Auckland. If you go to Rialto Cinema in Auckland, so it's already there. And uh, to know how many films are there, uh, you can visit the website and, uh, yeah, you can visit uh, African Film West, West website. Sorry for that. It's www.africanfilmfestivalnewzealand.org.nz. Again, www. African Film Festival nz.org.nz so you will see all the the details there and uh, so many films uh, they have drama they have comedy they have documentaries they have uh, music i each, each year it comes i go there because it's really really uh, uh, very good and i don't usually miss it Please uh, support this group. It's a very amazing group. And, uh, yeah, you will you will enjoy it. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's really very nice. So this year, last year I think they had uh, about uh, 15 films, but this year they have uh, 30, all of them to be uh, uh, played, which is good in cinemas. And, uh, yeah. And then another one we have... Uh, Hope, Hope Worldwide Pakistan is having uh, is celebrating the diversity uh, on the 28th this month on Saturday, and it's going to be address is going to be 247 Edmonton Road at Tia Atatu South in Auckland. The address is 247 Edmonton Road. So this is a fundraising and it's really very good because I was there last year. It's a very multicultural with a lot of cultural performances and food and dances and everything. So please, uh, you can, you can uh, go to their website and see a way how you can get in touch with them. Uh, somebody, the, uh, the director is, uh, Dr. Malik. And is the one in uh, in charge, and you can uh, get in touch with them. So go to their website. It's called Hope H O P E Worldwide Pakistan. Hope Worldwide Pakistan, and you can find all the details there. Yeah. <laughs> 